Hey, Cassidy Sargent. Hey, Andrew Street. Cassidy, you ready for more discourse? <laughs> oh, you know how I love a good discourse. Cassidy, are you mad? Not right now. But are you, like in general, are you mad on the internet? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I actually am big time mad. My, my Twitter <laughs> handle sh- should be is mad. When was the last time you fought with someone on Twitter? Uh, probably a couple of weeks ago. I've, I've had a little break, fortunately. Mm-hmm. You were mad because someone said Cyberpunk 2077 was just going to be okay. And you I was like, handle it. how can you even say that? It's, it's, not, it's CD Projekt Red. They made The Witcher. How did you see that clickbait headline about microtransactions, Andrew? I did. I am mad now. Thanks a lot. I know. I I for completely forgot about that. I'm mad all over again. No microtransactions in my single player experience. <laughs> Multiplayer is a separate thing that's always been true and it's never been accurate information. It's always been a lie. It's never been truer than right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Andrew Street. Welcome to the show. You heard him there. Cassidy Sargent also here with us tonight. Hello, I'm here. Sam Atherton also here. Hello, I'm here. Hmm. Sam, do microtransactions make you angry? Um, I think it depends. It's If it's tastefully done, sure. Oh, oh, tasteful microtransaction. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of a, a game that had bad microtransactions that I hated. A little kiss under the microtransaction gazebo. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's like a What's tasteful. a game that like other than Star Wars, where they they retroactively were shamed into changing it? What do you guys think is a game that has bad microtransactions? Oh, maybe like Rainbow Six Siege, where they force you to buy currency that never equates to being able to purchase the amount of items you want and having to buy multiple currency packs in order to get what you need. That is fair. Seems like a good one. That reminds me of. Microsoft points like just I can't even believe that only a generation ago we were buying Wii points, Microsoft Mm -hmm. points. At least I think Wii points translated point to dollar. Maybe they maybe not. I don't think they I, I have a sealed did. Wii Point car sitting on my shelf. <laughs> wow. uh, well, can't redeem it anymore. That, Rip. That we found when I was moving Melissa into the apartment uh, in her room. So I took it. When you say sealed, do you just mean unscratched? No, like it's a uh, little 200 or 2000 point Wii card. And it's in like a plastic mm. display case. And then it has like the GameStop $20 thing on it. Oh, wow. I thought it was neat. So I kept it. That's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, when I leave the podcast and sell it for quadruple its worth. (laughs) You sell them for two quarters. (laughs) I just don't understand what's so hard about the conversion. $20 equals 1600 Microsoft points. (laughs) (laughs) And then 10 is 800. Come on. Like back when I was hustling for Microsoft points, that was a hard life. Yeah. Like in middle school, I didn't have enough. You know, trying to convince my parents, 1,600 Microsoft points, never enough because it didn't translate well. I'm out here doing math equations in my head, mm-hmm. trying to man, buy. You think that's bad. Trying to buy Misplosion, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just try try uh, doing the math for the, the wow gold to US dollar transaction. But it's a living. That it's fluctuates a, It's too, a living right? economy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a living economy. Mm-hmm. That was always wow. fun. Thankfully, uh, I had a nice packet editor that would change all of the values to one cent. Wow. A real Gordon Gecko. 
What about st- <laughs> Steam trading cards? You into that business? Oh. oh, nice, nice eight cents for playing a game for a couple hours. That's how I launder my money through Steam trading cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steam trading cards and emojis. Hell yeah. And the, the Counter-Strike store. Did you? All right. This is a, Robert Mecky's also here. Welcome to the show. Yes, I am here. I am here. If you haven't heard me, I'm here now. Uh, I saw a thing about GameStop. Very. This is breaking news. Uh, and how that their stock is fucking tanking. Yeah, GameStop's not doing so great. Uh, mainly because they're reporting massive losses. They're closing another 400 stores. And both companies just announced digital-only versions of their consoles. Um, yeah. They also officially sold their corporate jet. They sold wow. their corporate jet for nine or they paid nine million for it. I don't know that they've disclosed how much they sold it for. Not, Not nine million. million. Which I have to say. Big. Who's going to pay nine million dollars for a jet when Microsoft Flight Simulator exists? Mm-hmm. Exactly. The truth. Everybody's doing Zoom. Nobody's going to meetings <laughs> these days anyway. <laughs> I just have to say like big shout out like big f in the chat for the gamestop execs Reggie. what are they flying first class now yeah. flying yeah they're 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 flying dude they're not even commercial. flying first class they're flying business class business. i feel bad yeah. for them. they don't even get walls between them and the other passengers all they mm. get is a little extra leg room uh, i did take some time this week to uh spend what little gamestop credit i had uh just in case Mm-hmm. Smart, mm-hmm. smart. I don't want to be caught holding the bag on that one. Now, Cass, did uh, so you renew your pro membership? <laughs> not this time, <laughs> uh, which is what I always tell them. Uh, not today. Wow. I bet it's been not today for the last uh, <laughs> who knows how many years. <laughs> now, what do you what, what do you think GameStop's going out of business? How many years? I think we got some time left still. Me too. I feel like people still are liking the whole trade in buy used thing i feel like they're yeah. they're gonna float by i think we're just gonna see a lot less of them i feel like in a 10 mile radius i probably have six or seven game stops yeah why well, kind of said that the death of small business <laughs> honestly i remember when there were like 15 game stops within a walking distance to me <laughs> i i do think about don't you think GameStop should have had the foresight to like all right we see the nes the super nintendo the N64 eras are becoming collectible. Maybe we shouldn't be like actively throwing away GameCube cases and like all of this other shit. Well, I think they did. They did. St- I thought they, they tried to pivot a couple of years ago. But I think it was too like late. The retro. Probably. But I think it, they're probably still doing better than like local like mom and pop retro game shops. I don't think so. Not, not with like retro stock and stuff. I feel yeah. like I see the retro like those retro game shops. Maybe it's just austin but i see those closing way more often like as much as gamestop is closing locations like those mom and pop shops are closing way more Well, they're not doing well but like they they have more of that stock and i think i think what andy's saying is like they had an opportunity to fill that space it's like you know okay you're in the gamecube era seeing what's happening with the nes and the super nes and so you had an opportunity to sort of fill that. But like once the Wii hit, they're like fucking throw out everything to make yep. more room for <laughs> carnival games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The amount of times like in the Wii era and even the tail end of like 360 and PS3 that you would like see people like, oh, look what I pulled out of the GameStop dumpster. And it's yep. just like a shit ton of fucking GameCube games and like GameCube controllers that they just cut cords on. 
and throughout. <laughs> it's like that shit. Because like even I mean, at least around here, like retro game shops do good. They sell the GameStop shit like your Switch games, your PS4 games. But then everyone goes to them for like boxed GameCube games or GBA stuff or mm. whatever. Because when you order from GameStop, you don't know what you're going to get. You might mm. get a fake copy of Pokemon Sapphire. <laughs> yeah, their, their QA is not great. No. And Can I you give like me a copy of Hulk Ultimate Destruction on GameCube, please? Oh, on the GameCube? That's a yeah. God, Thanks. What a game. But yeah, I feel like they could have they cornered the market. But all, this whole roundabout way to tell you guys that I saw this thing that this guy posted and he said does anyone else use gamestop as a bank i got really pissed off with u.s bank because i kept overdrafting my account even though i opted out and the same thing happened with my credit union now whenever i get paid i go and pre-order a whole shit ton of games (laughs) whenever i need money i go to the nearest gamestop and ask them for my money back on a game i don't want and make a withdrawal the lines are shorter at GameSpot than at my local bank, and I can trade in old games and have money go straight to my savings account. Wow. GameStops are just as prevalent as banks in my town, and I work at a mall, so it's more convenient. The GameStop people are starting to catch on that I'm just moving money around and only buying one pre-ordered game a year. But that there isn't shit they can do about it. The best part is, since I always pre-order every game coming out, I'm still guaranteed to get all the exclusive content, whether or not I'm sure I want a certain game. It's like they're rewarding me for banking with them. I just wanted to share that hot tip. Gamers, man. <laughs> yeah. man. I bet if you keep your mo- if you, all your money in the, uh, the pre-order limbo, mm-hmm. the, IR- how- the IRS can't find it. Yeah, that's not taxable. How, <laughs> how many games would you have to pre-order to be able to bank you're probably paychecks. this guy like five like, <laughs> i guess i mean yeah. he, he, he works at the mall he probably works again so that that puts a ceiling on it yeah he does 50 dollars on each game <clears throat> to try and maximize without going too close to the full 60 mm. wow. <laughs> wait can you choose how much you put down for a pre-order i think so minimum is five dollars oh. baby <laughs> wow Maybe a collector's, maybe he pre-orders a collector's edition. Like he's getting the $400 Assassin's Creed no game included edition. That's a good one. So here's what I'm wondering with like this advent, like with with GameStop stock dropping, the advent of, you know, digital gaming really coming upon us with two uh, all digital consoles um, coming out that aren't like mid-cycle refreshes. Uh, What is this going to do to the value of physical games? Like, do you think that it's going to drive the value up because there's going to be less inventory being held by GameStops and users. And I'm assuming like if these consoles, like if the the Xbox One S takes off, like people are predicting it to, there's going to be a huge shortage of used versions of video games going around. And I'm hoping that what it does is it drives up the price of physical copies of Xbox One, Xbox Series X games. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fucking naming convention of this thing. So I think... You know, I think we can kind of look to Nintendo for that because, you know, they they create an artificial shortage of their physical games and they retain. And Mm. I mean, for the most part, they're good games. So maybe that is what sets it apart from like other, you know, sorts of games. But, you know, they retain their value. You know, you got the 
fucking thousand year door going for 70 bucks or even, you know, like switch games. Like I sold Xenoblade for $60 um, on, <coughs> on eBay. So I don't know. I could see maybe they retain their value longer if if they're yeah. good, you know, if they're good games, and they're games that people want to play. Yeah, there's the demand. Yeah. I feel like the used market probably gets like a little topsy turvy here for a bit. But as far as like market shortage or like physical shortages, I, I feel like more people are just going to go to fucking Walmart or Target or Best Buy or like other places that are going to stay open and, and still offer these products. Um, yeah, but I, I do think that that like definitely leaves an opening for what what do you do with the secondhand market now? Yeah, and, and I, I think we're you yeah. know that's all these publishers want to kill the fucking secondhand right, market, right? Right, oh, yeah. but like inevitably you have to think something's going to come along, right? Either like game selling on like a let go and offer up is going to get huge, or like game selling on eBay is going to be a, a big thing. I know Amazon's already fucking with it. I'm sure they're champing at the bit to mm -hmm. get in and make a little extra money on this. I feel like we're in a transition <clears throat> period too. Like this is probably going to be the last generation where they really go in on physical. Like I feel like this is the big push to digital only. We're even getting digital only consoles finally. But I mean, this is what they like. I mean, no, like, and that's why I think that these digital consoles, like I think the Xbox Series S, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit, seems like a pretty great value. But I think it should be even cheaper because you can't buy cheaper games. You're already you're going to pay more money for your games straight up always. Well, we don't know because I think well so. We, we we save that for you know when we actually talk about the Series S, but I think the big the the big elephant in the room they haven't discussed is Game Pass and how that might just make you know actual ownership of this content irrelevant. Yeah, but I think like that only matter like that's only if everyone's on Game Pass, and I don't think that that's going to happen right away. I don't know. I think that's kind of what the machine is kind of proposed as, especially with their all access plan. They're like two years of guaranteed Game Pass. You're paying like 20 bucks a month for the series. But S. how much do you pay for it a month if you use the code Robert Jr. Jr.? Uh, we're, we're past the introductory phase now. It's all it's all 15 Damn. bucks. Yeah, you got to go to full <laughs> price now. I mean, we're already here. Yeah. We might as well talk about it. Xbox has announced their uh, their two new consoles basically forced to announce. You guys think they intentionally Freedom. leaked it? I don't know. I'm kind of I kind of on that boat. I think it's uh, you know, they're all pretending like that it it was uh, they just that the team adapted Oops. to it and like, you know, kudos to the marketing team if they really did just adapt to it on the fly at fucking 3 a.m. Uh, on what it was like a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, but I uh, I could I could see this being a guerrilla marketing tactic, which I think played out pretty well for them if it was. If it wasn't, they still did a great job adapting. And I feel like they had the benefit of like if this was back in, I don't know, April and it leaked, it would be news barely. But now it's like they've had all the hype of who's going to release their price. Now it's finally out there and they like kind of responded mm -hmm. well to it leaking instead of like kind of shutting down and not saying anything. It's like, yeah, stars kind of aligned and they fucking kind of nailed it. Uh, yeah. And I think they, I, they're probably pretty confident, too, because I think they at this point, they know that they're undercutting Sony by a significant margin. And that's what makes me think. So the, the Xbox Series S is the mid step. It's the 1440p 
120 frames console. It's your non 4K mm-hmm. console, which I think yeah. is a, I don't know, a pretty sweet deal. It's 2.99, and it has no disk drive, but like that's a pretty good spec console, I think, for that price. And like, if you're looking to upgrade and play next gen games without going all in on a $500 console. And then yeah. the, and it's like if you don't have a 4K TV, like you don't care about the PS5 or well, you care about the PS5 for exclusives, but you don't care about the Series X. Like yeah. this is your console unless you've got a 4K TV. And then they announced the Series X, which is the full fledged 499 console. And I don't yeah. really know. I don't know if Sony comes out has. I think Sony's always going to get the benefit of the doubt because they've been the leader and people like to talk about the exclusive lineup so much. Mm-hmm. But if Sony comes out with like a pretty significantly from what we know right now, pretty significantly less powerful console compared to the Xbox Series X and it's the same price. It's like that's just kind of a I don't know, a little bit of a bummer that they would do that. Like I kind of want the extreme. I kind of want it to be fucking 699 <laughs> or 599 and go fucking crazy yes, i mean hey you can, you can get the 25 karat gold version because isn't it more for like, like 8k i mean not that i'm gonna buy it if it's that much but don't isn't it more fun when everyone's like someone's like fucking blowing it up big and the other guy's like just kind of doing it right or i want the- oh yeah well it's, it's always fun because it's like it's like watching a race you know it's like the, when when the leader of the race crashes at the final lap yeah you know it makes it very exciting. Sony did it with a PS3. Xbox did it with the Xbox One. Yep. Like I want to, I want to fuck up this generation, but I feel like both companies are pretty on point. Yeah. But I don't know. Like same price, a little less powerful, but they lean heavy into like the same and, great exclusives. And five hundred was the price of the the Xbox One, right? Like the launch price yeah. with the Connect, yeah, this, with, with yeah, the Kinect, because they forced you to buy the Connect, mm-hmm. yeah. And so you know, the, the PlayStation Four was four hundred, and I, mm-hmm. I'm sure like they, you know, all the execs at Sony have got to be like spinning their head. It's like, is this financially possible to sell for four hundred dollars? So four hundred for the disc one, three hundred maybe for the non-disc drive. No, no, no way. And I, I mean, I. I would I would I would do a I would do a what's our I would do I would do a pilk bet on that. I I mean I don't I don't think they can I will do the pilk bet, I don't care. But uh <laughs> I wanna try it. But I, I think they're probably thinking like, you know, they're like crunching all these numbers and they're like, oh my god. Like Xbox got handed or Xbox, you know, kind of I think kind of knocked it out of the park. I think these prices are I think fair. Um mm-hmm. but, you know, like if if this if if they can't sell at least their discless version for three hundred dollars, they're fucked. I think. I my prediction, and I'm feeling pretty confident. PS five also four ninety nine. Discless version is four fifty. I think that's the safe, the safe bet. I do think if they came out and said, like pretty ballsy move, like we're a little less powerful, but three ninety nine. Or three. Yeah. Well, I just think I think they're confident enough where they know like their exclusive lineup is going to yeah. get people to pay for the uh, the less powerful console yep. with their first party titles. I was all I could think about uh, when I was thinking about maybe they'll go low on the price was fucking Jim Ryan getting interviewed <laughs> and talking about yeah. how 
the fucking PS4 is so big and looks the way it does because it's supposed to be like a centerpiece of your living room. And it's like, that sounds mm. like some fucking 2006 $600 PS3 ass bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, yikes. Well, the worst part, too, is like, I, I, honestly, I don't know how big this market is. I know, like, you know, people, the people in this market are very vocal, but I don't know the actual size of it. But backwards compatibility, I think, is going to be a pretty big part in this console generation, too. And that's, I think, one of the, uh, like, I bet you most of the people who buy the Series S probably don't care about backwards compatibility because although it's backwards compatible, you have to buy the games again or, I guess, subscribe to Game Pass to play those old games. But if you want, if you have, like, like an Xbox collection from the previous generations, you need the Series X to play it, to put the disc in and play it, um, which is still a better, uh, you know, um, value than what Sony's offering. Which is like, nothing, basically. A yeah, 100 <laughs> PS4 games are playable on the PS5. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I I, I always kind of come back to this. It's like we're we're really not the demographic for xbox like i mean apart from you robbie it feels <laughs> i don't I, I disagree i think that like i know a lot of people talk about like because we have pcs it is easier to just like get game pass on pc but i think like i'm still going to buy a series x because i like playing games on my couch as well mm -hmm. um it's just i think it's cool and i want to be able to play games in in 4k at 60 and i think a lot of us it's it's getting to the point where um, if you care about resolution, if you care about frame rate and performance, um, a lot of people who already have PCs probably don't have like crazy specced out PCs like we do to the point where it's more expensive to upgrade your PC than it is to get a Series X that has 12 teraflops of <laughs> graphical processing power that will get you 60 frames at 4K. We call that a flop drop right Ooh, there. Give <laughs> yeah, the, the flop, flop drop. drops on the table. <laughs> So I, I guess maybe maybe I'm like I, I I'm pretty confident in the fact that I will never buy a Series X just because, you know, I would rather spend the money to upgrade my PC. But, you know, I think someone made a point on Twitter. It's like the three the S is like a great option for like lower income families. You know, if they you know, they can't maybe they can't spend like the full six hundred dollars like Christmas or five hundred dollars. Um, that's like a great yeah. option. Well, I, I, I do think. The S is it's a great, great value play, whereas I think maybe Sony's trying to move into like like the, the it, not, not to say Sony's moving up market, because um, I don't think I don't think they are moving up market. But I think what what Xbox is doing is just, you know, their 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 motivation is or their message has always been like, get as many people to play as possible. And I think the Series X is, uh, you know, very representative of that i think game pass is representative of that and i think that xbox is going to kill it this generation because of not because of their exclusives because we don't really know a whole lot about what their exclusive lineup looks like but the third party uh market i think is probably going to gravitate towards xbox because not only do you have ea and all of their sports titles and like annual titles coming to game pass that are going to be playable on this 399 next generation console um it's just going to be it's it's going to be cheaper and better performing than the ps5 third-party titles yeah yeah i, I can think, see that i i think it's it's like kind of a big bet right because i i think that they have like an opportunity in front of them and that if people see the value in game pass and people you know 
have the proper connections and fucking data speeds and data caps and all that that like game pass is a legitimate option for them and they dive in that i agree like this this could be you know another kind of flip-flop with the generation superiority but like i don't truth be told i don't really know what like game pass numbers look like but they've kind of gone gone all in on that yeah i also i, I, I give them like kudos 10 because million subscribers recently i give them kudos because i think that they have positioned the xbox series s well as like a value play but it doesn't seem like a budget play which mm-hmm. i think is like a very fine line to walk of like you know oh yeah. here's baby's xbox it's like it doesn't feel that way to me if that feels like a totally legitimate option um yeah so, i don't know i'm I'll, i'm super interested to see so have I feel they, like the com. Uh, go ahead. I was go ahead, Andy. I was just gonna say I I have a group chat of friends that aren't they don't really play too many games, but they are gonna buy a new console. Like they play like the big stuff, and in that they talked about this today, and they're like, oh wow, this is such a, it's cheaper and Game Pass seems cool, but Xbox has no games, and I do feel like, I feel like we look at it and it's like Game Pass is incredible deal xbox is killing it and i feel like but the conversation is still around oh well playstation has all these great like they did a really good job cementing that in people's heads i think that's so weird to me though especially with the crowd that like just plays call of duty and madden and like the big like blockbuster games it's like you could play that shit anywhere because i feel like the people that play that are then the same people are like oh everybody's talking about this huge last of us game I'm going to play that because it's like this narrative movie experience. And same thing with like a God of War or every Sony title because they're all third person narrative games. (laughs) Yeah. Third person narrative with RPG light mechanics and photorealistic art styles Mm -hmm. like that. I mean, that's the formula. And I get it like and those clearly sell very well for exclusive titles. But I do want to look at what those numbers look like compared to the massive multi-platform third-party titles. Like, what does Last of Us sales numbers look like compared to just, like, a FIFA, you know, where the where platform doesn't matter? I know, but I think it's more just, like, the they've cemented the idea. The brand is strong, I think. Even if people aren't playing every Sony release, I think the brand of PlayStation is investing in, like, narrative driven experiences when everyone else is focusing on multiplayer is like really implanted in people i'm, I'm sure yet. i'm sure microsoft marketing you know god for the last fucking 10 years is running around with their hair on fire like we need some new mascots fucking desperately dude because sony can haul out nathan drake and joel and ellie and ratchet and clank and like fucking kratos and they okay got, here's master uh, chief again no they have Craig. here's marcus phoenix who? They got Craig. Craig. Yeah, they got they got Craig. They got monkey. Monkey. Oh, oh. <laughs> return the monkey. The the pilk monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. I do wonder uh, what that's going to look like, though. And it's it, it's weird because even the the games that I think like the the hardcore gamer market consider failures, like Sea of Thieves, like Xbox has been fucking killing it, and Microsoft has Minecraft too, which they're definitely not you know underutilizing. Um, but I think it's 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 interesting to look at games like Sea of Thieves and how have they've gone after a casual market in a way that Sony just hasn't um, and what their their future lineup looks like and how it looks like they're they've literally done like like a SWOT analysis and be like, OK, these are the genres that Sony hasn't 
fulfilled. Let's start doing uh, let's let's get development going on games where we can fill these niches. I mean, I, yeah, I think they're trying to make up the ground there. I mean, even looking at that Xbox showcase, like, I mean, they've got Double Fine. They've got uh, mm-hmm. what's it called? Making that big Skyrim RPG. Uh, oh, Obsidian. Obsidian. It's like, you know, they are. I mean, they're doing it. And like, I, you know, it's going to take I think that's a huge investment, too. Right. Like that investing in that talent, like it took Sony, what, 20 years of doing it to get where yeah. they are now where they can kind of like say it so yeah because we will remember what the ps3 launch lineup looked like oh dude haze i'll never forget <laughs> fucking haze fucking layer yeah watch your mouth layer. about layer yeah, resistance six axis control scheme though the six axis yeah i don't know i think i think so much is up in the air until we see sony's thing but like i wouldn't be shocked if sony came out and was like big old arrogant company like they flip-flop every fucking generation depending on who's on top so yeah 600 550 for the discless version it only comes but you get to play you get to play spider-man dlc at launch man i gotta say though i'm still probably not buying a console at launch yeah i don't think i'm i don't think i don't think there's too much of a reason to like i mean i might just i might just buy it because i'm a i like the vanity of having a new console in my media center well, that's um, the center plate. That's the centerpiece of your media. Piece of it. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking Jim Ryan. Give me, give me that fucking tower. I can give me the fridge. Right next to the TV. Get some LED puck lights and then just like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Xbox Series X. I hope the PS5 fits in my uh, my fucking media center. I'm gonna I'm that gonna wait for a redesign huge. before I get the, the PS5. I think. You think you'll do an Xbox at launch, Cass? No, probably not. I probably won't get either of them, but like I I don't know that I'm going to be interested in looking at a, a PlayStation until they change the form factor. It, <laughs> I has feel a, like I it hasn't sat well with me. Yeah, I feel like I bought a PS4 at launch and like played everything. Everything I played on it could have been played on my PC until like the first after the hey first man, year. You, could, you couldn't play Killzone Shadowfall oh, on PC. <laughs> I definitely too like was like, damn, dude, Killzone Shadowfall is pretty good looking back pretty bad <laughs> i i really wanted like a rise and a rise. it's all rose tinted glasses like all the launch games when i bought the console i was trying to convince myself like yeah these games are way better than they are yeah look how good they so. look the faces and infamous second son they're they finally nailing them <laughs> yeah god but i i feel like we probably hopefully don't have long before sony says something cat's out of the bag now they they have to. It's it's September. It's less than two months yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. God, I can't believe it. We made it this long. People for the need to that. people need to put their pre orders in at GameStop because what else are yeah. they going to do with their money? Yeah, GameStop's <laughs> fucking biting their nails waiting for this shit to open. Yeah. Well, GameStop. Here's what I want to I want to make a. Uh, I'm just curious as everybody's thoughts. You think PS5 comes out before, after, or same day uh, as the Xbox? I think they'll go after. By like a week. I think that's how it was for the last gen mm. too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they can beat them out. I think Sony goes first. Goes first. Damn. Yeah. Ballsy. Okay. I could see I could see them trying to do the same day. But I don't know. I don't think. Yeah. Oof, I don't That'd know. That'd be a big flex. That'd be some. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for the flex in the start. I want to see like I feel like we've gotten none of it. So let it come. Let someone fuck up. I want a big fuck. up. I want Phil Spencer to be 
He slips on a banana peel and pulls the plug on Halo and it's destroyed forever. <laughs> Has to announce it in shame. I want some drama. Keanu Reeves comes out on stage and starts laughing at him. <laughs> They'll put out a video. Cyberpunk's like, cancelled. We've had to restart the development period for Halo Infinite. It's coming. <laughs> Our office flooded. <laughs> Yikes. Cassidy, what have you been playing? been playing a couple different things man uh i think i have talked somewhat recently about uh my little potpourri of, of backlog i've been cruising through on my steam library um <laughs> put a little bit of time into a game called pony island yes. uh which Ooh. i had never played before but it's pretty neat if you are a fan of sort of like the doki doki idea of hey the game is breaking the fourth wall and kind of like talking to me uh it's pretty cool um step up to like an old school arcade machine uh and the game is you are a pony jumping over um like little hurdles and it goes from there uh but it was really neat i i so probably six to eight hours with it beat it like a couple of sittings um and really enjoyed it you could probably score it for cheap on some steam sale add it to a wish list keep an eye on it kind of yeah. spooky uh some light puzzle mechanics um i never really got lost though so yeah strong strong endorsement and it goes on sale for like dirt cheap i've yes. seen it on sale for like under a, a dollar yes mm -hmm. i think it's like five dollars like base so yeah should be it was a fun time at this point. Yeah. uh i also i picked up gora goa um Ooh. i played it on switch i had had my eye on this for kind of a while it's a few years old at this point and it's like a visual puzzle game that i'm going to have a very difficult time explaining but essentially you have four panels like on your screen like almost comic book panels and you can move images and pieces around to each of the panels so like uh there's a desk and if I click in on the desk, it like zooms into the compass. And then if I drag like that frame, then the uh, like frame of the compass comes, but the dial of the compass remains and that's its own picture. It's difficult to explain, but it was pretty cool. Um, I beat it in probably like three to four hours, so it's a little shorty. Oh, wow. Um but the art was really interesting. I have definitely never played a game like that. Um, if you like puzzle games and you want something, you know, kind of slow to just tinker on one day, there's like basically no music. So, you know, put a podcast on or put some music on. Uh, it was a good time. Also Man, recommend I that. Played, I played that at PAX like years ago. Yeah. And that was super cool. It is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised at how short it was. Um, yeah. but I was also pleasantly surprised at how I didn't get lost. It was like, <laughs> it seems very complicated at first, but there like definitely is a path through and the more you play, the easier that is to find. Is there a narrative in that game? Like going on with it? Uh, there's a light narrative and that you're sort of like pushing a boy through these panels. That's like collecting. <laughs> what I interpreted to be like elements, they're like balls of different colors. So like here's a green ball, a red ball, purple ball, yellow ball. Um, 
And so like each sort of chapter or level is like collecting one of those. Okay. And then there's a God of War. Yeah, it was basically God of War. Boy. Game of the year. Eight out of ten, according to Robbie. Um, and then last but not least, I have been playing Blasphemous. Uh, if you listen to the main show, Ockpaws, you heard me complaining uh, that I had missed out on the Switch sale for uh, Blasphemous, and I was just going to have to suck it up. Uh, the kind and generous uh, co-host of this show, Sam Atherton, uh, had an extra code for Blasphemous for the PC. Uh, so I loaded that guy up. Um, I'm like three hours in. I saw on Twitter that the game was originally written in Spanish and just now got its Spanish VO. So I've been playing it in Spanish. Uh, the game is like very heavy on like the Catholic guilt and dark <laughs> religion yep. shit. So playing it in Spanish is, you know, fucking perfect because we're talking about, you know, penitence and miracles and, you know, blood. And it's it's fucking great. Um I like the art a lot. If you've seen the trailer of this, you pretty much get it. Um, and as far as just like the tone, uh, you know, lots of crosses, lots of, you know, blindfolded people, lots of people like just in absolute agony. Um, you kill the first boss and your guy wears like this really long, tall helmet. He takes the helmet off and just like holds it up to a giant wound in the boss that you just killed, fills the helmet up with blood and just like tips it over and puts it back on his head. And then it's like, <laughs> that's the start of the game. It's like, OK, we are not fucking around. Um, gameplay wise, it's like a basic, you know, side scroller Metroidvania. Um, it's melee. Uh, you've got a big fucking sword called the um, uh, the Mea Culpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they are leaning real hard into some shit, man. Um, when you die, uh, you leave behind a guilt fragment. And so you can go at sort of Dark Souls or Bloodborne. You can go back to the place where you died and pick that up. And that will increase... Um, like the maximum amount of magic basically that you have and the amount of essentially souls that you pick up. So it's advantageous to pick those up. Um, if you get lost in some section or you die in some ridiculous way and you're just not going to be able to get that fragment back, <laughs> there is like this dude who will absolve you of guilt if you, you know, pay him X amount of whatever. Um, there's a ton of upgrades. There's it seems like a bunch of shit to do. Uh, it is tough, um, but I am having a good time with it so far. I'm probably like three hours in. I bet I may be like a third of the way through, maybe a little less, uh, but I'm enjoying it. And uh, it's running well on PC. And like I said, it looks great. The music's kind of nothing to write home about, which is too bad. Uh, but the Spanish VO is, is fucking dope. And uh, the vibe is very cool. I just want to point out that this was not an extra copy. This was the only copy that I graciously gifted to Cass. How's that? Was it in a humble? Yeah. And a tint one. Yeah. But uh, wow. you know what? I'm a you good friend. The sword. Yeah. Wow. I feel like everyone's talking about this game. Like over the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of tweets about it. I, uh, I like added it to my wish list on Switch because I was going to play it there. Yeah. And I also missed the sale. I mean, think about, uh, you know, like your Hollow Knight. Think about your yep. uh, uh, fucking Rogue Legacy to a point. 
Salt and Sanctuary. Salt and Sanctuary, sure. I know people like that. I never got to it. Hollow Knight was really good, and that's kind of like the vibe I get from Blasphemous. Like just the, you know, that Souls-like Metroidvania type of deal. I I didn't play a ton of Hollow Knight, but I do feel like Blasphemous feels a little heavier, whether that's a positive or a negative to you. You know, do your thing. Mm -hmm. Damn, I'll have to check this out. I checked if it was on Game Pass, too, last night when I canceled my Game Pass subscription, but... Mm. (laughs) uh it wasn't there is it not on game pass it's i thought not. it was oh no i got i got it through a humble bundle maybe uh, i'll stream a little this bundle. uh this week hmm. you can take a peek nice see what you think nothing else uh you guys right want to hear about assassin's creed odyssey again because i can talk about <laughs> it. you want to hear about a game that's kind of close to assassin's creed odyssey sure Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ska. Ska's back. Ska never left, Mm-mm. but it's back in Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> um, the Ska's ga- not dead. The game's out. We've all played it together, except Cass isn't playing with us right now. It's good, man. It's really good. It's, t- it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I think I have kind of a hot take. I think that I like this game a lot. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm about halfway through one right now. I've been playing a lot of online. I think I like the underground era of Tony Hawk better than this the OG Pro Skater versions. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, but I, I honestly don't know. Like, because I, I haven't played these games in so long, so I don't know if it's like mechanically better. Or if I just like have more of an attachment to it because that's what I played when I was like a like a young teenager. Um, but yeah, I remember the like the underground and American Wasteland being so much fucking fun and putting hours after school into those games. Well, I kind of like the mission structure in those. Like, I think the one thing I'm reminded that I didn't quite enjoy so much when I even when I played as a kid was I like getting the high scores and having good runs. But I fucking hate going through and like collect the popcorn barrels, collect yeah. the, and you have to do that the on a run. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I don't want getting those things is never that fun. It's kind of just like how do I get up there, type of thing. It's like <laughs> not, and I'm not doing that as part of like a high score run. I'm doing it because I purposely have to get those things. Yeah, and but I think I think this is them just like testing. I think this is them testing the waters. I, I really think three and maybe four are going to come out as DLC, um, which that would be incredible. Um, but I really I think the sales of this game are probably better than they expected. Um, and so I'm cautiously optimistic that Thug one and two collection will. That's what that's what I want. Will be coming. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Because I think those games are generally like more loved than the just like pro skater series. I think. Dude, I don't that, know about that, that. That's when Tony Hawk got edgy. I don't know about that. I mean, when Tony Hawk dropped, it got ten out of tens across the board. Like Tony Hawk One and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Like to, to me, this kind of is the pinnacle of of Tony Hawk, and I, I feel like their company probably sees it that way too. Can someone look up the Metacritic? Let's look up. Can we look at the Metacritic scores of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 versus Thug? 
While you're pulling that up, I do have one other minor complaint, and that is the online is, I think, I don't know, I feel like we probably could have, I feel like I made it up in my head what I wanted this online to be, Yeah. and it was probably never going to be that, um, but the online is pretty bare bones. It's off. I think. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, and there's no, there's no custom games. What the fuck? No custom games. We have, it's seemingly, at least as far as I can tell, we have to play with randoms unless we have a full, like, 10 person squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can't pick the game mode. We have to constantly switch between the mm-hmm. random assortment of what seems like six game modes. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's and I don't know. I think the local co-op has where you can like choose those options and things. But yeah, it's it seems like such a such a miss that they wouldn't include that in the online gameplay. And it, I gotta, I gotta think slash hope that it's coming. In Sam, like did I, you want the original Underground or Underground Two? Yeah, dealer's choice. Underground <laughs> got a ninety. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two got a ninety-eight. Okay. Mm. So still a better. I mean, you know. Un- how, what, how, what's the review count difference? Underground Two got an eighty-three. Mm. So I don't know. Still, I still think it's good, and I, I could see. Uh, well, I don't know. And in, in my, in I'm not my trying fantasy, to hate. I'm just saying I don't know about them being more beloved. I just don't think we can really uh, trust, like you know, pre 2000 Metacritic scores. Yeah, I also I'm think not, I'm not judging it games. on the Metacritic scores. I didn't. I didn't bring the Metacritic scores into this. I'm saying culturally, <laughs> Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater One and Two are a bigger deal than Tony Hawk Underground One and Two. I think so. Uh, so I hear Twitter. Me, I don't know. Me. Hear me out. What if I think the pro skater series may be more beloved by everyone, but for fans of Tony Hawk. It's thug. Is Am I am I off base here? I, mean, I, I prefer. I feel thug. like I feel like I thug just sold more copies than Tony Hawk one and two because thug came out at a generation where console sales were significantly higher than like the PlayStation one. Uh, also true. Maybe. Well, I guess PS2 probably sold. Yeah, PS2 definitely sold more than PS1. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just think I think that that would be the logical next step, because in my fantasy, three and four are getting added as DLC. I don't yeah. think there's I think that that no. seems super realistic to get those as DLC. I easily... At least three. I, think so. I don't think this, you know, Activision published this game, right? OK, does this one have manuals? I mean, the fact that they published it. Yeah, they added that. OK, so they it added they added reverts and they added manuals. Yeah. 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 Okay. And the trick. What do we really switching? need from three and four? Okay. Okay. Like if they added those mechanics into one and two, like what do we need from three and four? Is it like just would it just be maps? Bam Margera. Maps and missions. No, Bam Margera. Like Thug was the Bam Margera's vehicle. Like that's what I remember most about Thug in American Wasteland was Bam being the focus. Yeah, but I mean Bam was in three, and uh, oh maybe oh, there would be a licensing nightmare with Thug too. God. Just replace him. Yeah. Just make it uh, somebody else. <laughs> it's Logan Paul sure now. Down. I'm sure like Tony goes and talks and but, be like, yeah, yeah. But do they want to associate with him? That's more what Why I mean. Not? I think so. Yeah. Just put somebody he else He was saying there. some heinous shit earlier this year. Was yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good point. Heinous. Point. He was just having a... That's a that's a we don't need point. to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. They're gonna get a they're gonna get Jeb Bush to pay Van Margera. <laughs> <laughs> He's you a could mess. Skate. That's another thing. 
that reminds me of a huge complaint that I forgot to bring up. The character creator, you can't adjust anything. You have to choose predetermined heads and everything. So my Chris Christie looks nothing like Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a big Fucking... fat mistake. Which sucks because like that's that's what I liked about the Thug series too. Was like you could make your own monster. Yeah. <laughs> I, I in Thug remake, you better believe Chris Christie's gonna be skating the streets of New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> in 4K 60 oh, FPS. Oh man. Or 1440. Shrek, Shrek was in Thug, wasn't he? One of them. Sure he was oh, was it Thug? I thought I thought it was in one of the pro skaters. I don't remember which one. They're all blending together to me. Yeah. Darth Maul was yeah. in there. But yeah, it's they really are all the same game. It uh, it's a lot of fun. I think the soundtrack is just okay. Like, yeah. But otherwise, like skating around, going for high scores, doing the maps, like it's a lot of fun. They really nailed it. They did get it right. Like yeah. the feel of everything and playing it. So. It's just wild that they they proved they could have done this for years. And instead, we got Pro Skater Five. Well, it was a different and developer. Downhill Jam, or like whatever the fuck. Yeah, but like, I mean, I assume the other developers are like at least competent if they got the job. But they, I feel like they put money think... into this. Those other ones, I don't feel. I feel like they were like, yeah, they got the license. What's the Metacritic on uh, Pro Skater Five? <laughs> Any guesses? Oh my god, because uh, I have it. Uh, 40, it's got to be lower. Th- Forty or lower for sure. <laughs> Thirty-two. Oh damn! That game was bad. I got suckered into buying it. It was bad. Oh my god! You bought it? Yeah, dude. I mean, the only the only shining yeah. light was you could play as Lil Wayne to one of his songs. I feel like oh, uh, that just this cool. song. I held out hope for that game until they were like, "We're switching the art style, and the game comes out next month." <laughs> and then it's like, uh oh, uh, things aren't looking good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good game to like pick up. I think you know here and there for uh the next couple months like just put on a podcast skate around for a bit yeah yeah that's kind of how i feel about it like it's it's fun to play with friends but like i'm probably i don't even know if i'm gonna play the campaign like i don't know how much more i get out of playing the campaign than just like skating around with some friends at a multiplayer lobby yeah how are you gonna unlock jack black though i'm not do you I still get the record jack scratch when you complete a mission Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That's wah, good. Wah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. So friend of the show, judge, jury and executioner, Sam Kingma. Mm. He challenged us to a. A duel, per se. Uh, I'm going to read the some of the, the highlights of what this duel is about. Uh, it's a Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two score attack challenge. Mm. Uh, and it's whoever gets the most high scores on each level. Uh, if any of us win, he'll buy us a game. Uh, if he wins, then he gets to be the host of Gone Gold <laughs> for an episode. I, I, uh, and I accepted the challenge, uh, Andy, just FYI. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not accepting that. I would, I, I've learned very quickly after playing with Sam and Ben that I'm just not good. I'm not good at Tony. Have Hawk. you played, have you played Tony Hawk with Kingma? Or you're talking about me, Sam? Uh, no, no, with oh, you. Okay. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't played with Kingma, but I'm assuming Kingma is gonna pull out like a fucking three million combo, out, like right out the gate. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know. Does uh, I is Sam good? I don't know. Sam, this is what we Let's call. Let's find out. This is what we call getting hustled. Yeah. You you never you don't challenge yeah. somebody <laughs> to something you're not good at. But how, how does he know if I'm good at it or not? What if he, he knows he's, he's good? good. 
That's what if he was born in the darkness? Yeah. But I he am thinks the night. he's so good that he thinks it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah, but what if yeah. he thinks his best score and he's like, oh, I got 200,000 points? I don't think so. Sam is pretty self-aware of the games that he's bad at. Yeah. Again, we've talked about this. This is why he doesn't play Siege with us is because he knows it's not a strong point. All right. Well, if he comes out the gate with like 10 million points, then uh, I will I'd gladly give him the reins for an episode. But I don't know. I'm feeling pretty. And all we're going to talk about is how bad Last of Us 2 is. It's going to be a great oh, episode. I'll kick his ass. I don't care. <laughs> yeah you gotta do do it for the honor of your favorite game <laughs> so i don't know we'll see uh i don't i mean i don't know what his what his scores are but i'm feeling pretty good about mine i've gotten i went through all the levels and got all the got all my high scores and i'm feeling pretty good nice i'm excited i'm excited for the showdown yeah i look forward to king mahus there <laughs> wow <laughs> no i believe in you thanks just have jmo play or not jmo uh Ben, I just get ben, ben to play. Get ben on there. Ben's yeah. really good. But good. Sam, what else have you been playing? I still because I want to talk about this Nintendo news before we get off. I well, got some Andy, takes. Let's, let's talk about some Nintendo adjacent news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last week on the show, Robbie suggested uh, the seven uh, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Legend of the Seven Stars. I, oh, yeah. uh, I I started it. The controls terrible. Hmm. It feels very Wait, clunky. Why? I thought, isn't it just like like JRPG controls? Like, how, how are those bad? It's it's a JRPG, but with Mario mechanics. And but the Mario mechanics are slow. And the movement because huh. like as you move through the overworld, it's just slow. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, I kind of cooled on it pretty, pretty fast. Um, and so I started um what nato has called the best super nintendo rpg final fantasy 6 mm. um this one is is pretty cool i i played just like a maybe an hour or two of it so far um but it's cool because like the setting i think is pretty different it's like in the future and there's like mechas and all this stuff um yeah. and the soundtrack absolutely smacks it's so good yeah final fantasy 6 a cool fucking game Everything about it is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty stoked to see where it goes. Um, so I've heard it's good. I wonder how long, too. Probably decent length, right? Probably Ooh, like I don't know. Pretty long. For 30 hours, maybe 20 something hours. Chrono Trigger was about like, I think, 25 ish. Let's see. So I would guess maybe around there. Uh, I looked I up. Admit- I, was, I looked up the price for the, the vinyl of it. Oof. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Are you emulating the SNES version or the Game Boy Advance version? The SNES version. Okay. There's some differences. I'm not sure Ooh. what though. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. I kind of I want to uh, give actually both those games. Final Fantasy VI. I don't think I've ever beaten, and I don't think I ever played the original Mario RPG. So. Yeah, I mean I'd it's love- not. It wasn't bad per se. It just like the controls felt pretty sluggish. Uh, but I don't know. The game seemed and it, I don't know. It seemed a little kiddie too. It's got like Toad's more, worth in there, though. It sure does. And they make sure that you <laughs> that, you know, Toad's worth, you know, Toad's. Did you get to Gino? Not I did not get to Gino yet. Put Gino in Smash. Uh, yeah. Watch uh, the Grinch leak. 
<laughs> oh my god. That feels like two uh, decades. Ago. How long to beat says 35 uh, and a half hours for uh, Final Fantasy oof. 6. Yeah. Yeah. It's too long. Games are too long. That's not a hot. I feel like if JRPGs were like, we're only 30 hours these days, maybe I'd play them. Not any of this. I want to play that Final Fantasy 7 remaster, and then it's like 80 hours to beat. Also, isn't the remaster only, only like the part first one. quarter of the game or something? <laughs> like, it's like the first disc or something? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't understand what they're doing over there at Square Enix. Crazy <laughs> shit. Bumping lines off game, keyboards games and shit. Long, <laughs> Quiet Man 2. <laughs> Nomura's over there <laughs> fucking <laughs> getting crazy. They got Yoko Taro, like... <laughs> shredding in the place <laughs> they should make yoko taro a lockable skater and tony hawk dude i mean they're gonna put fucking i can't even believe that in the year of our lord 2020 they're about to put fucking near shit in fall guys like <laughs> is wait, that really happening it, i it's really happening i know because fucking <laughs> fall guys tweeted about it and then yoko taro quote tweeted it and was like please do it now the uh fall guys twitter account is now like the fucking bean bot robot oh i saw and they yeah, tweeted at i did see that yoko taro and were like i'm awake dad and it's like this shit <laughs> i fucking fuck? can't anymore with this oh my god I, I i i stopped playing fall guys for like a week and i feel like there's like 12 new crossovers in that game god do we have the walmart vest yet that's what i'm going back to it to go pro when the walmart <laughs> vest comes out <laughs> the fucking greeter vest uh before we go finally nintendo's awoken they've given us something to eat calamity hyrule warriors i'm excited for that big hype on the hyrule warriors 2 train right now hyrule warriors 1 great time this even better it looks like breath of the wild it takes place before breath of the wild we get to see the huge war where the guardians eventually turn on the heroes the champions zelda link blow up the thing we see calamity ganon take over everything everyone dies which is kind of cool in this game at the end of this everyone should be dead except and so this, zelda. this is this is canon yeah they said it's canon it's gonna have it's in the uh, Anuma said that uh, it has full cutscenes, and they did a story for it, and that the uh, Koi Tecmo worked closely with the Zelda team to kind of develop this. I also think that this game looks a lot prettier than Hyrule Warriors One because it like uses the Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild art style and that world, and I think that that looks a lot better than kind of the. I think standard Zelda imagery they were using prior, which was like basically Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Like this stuff looks a lot prettier. Um, yeah. How, how long are these games usually? Like these warrior games? Fucking like if you're just playing the story mode, probably not that long. 15 hours, maybe 10 hours. Mm. If you're doing everything, doing crazy missions. Like I remember the original Hyrule Warriors, like unlocking everybody like you're looking at probably like 150 hour game okay no fuck that i just want just give me the story i just want to see the fall of hyrule play out but like i was hesitant about playing it because i didn't want to i feel like muso games uh don't have that much dynamic gameplay in them like you're just kind of fucking 
wrecking armies for eight hours straight. And I didn't want to do that for, you know, GRPG lengths. No, yeah. And I think what's cool about, and I don't know if other Musou games do this, but what was cool about Hyrule Warriors on top of playing is like fucking Tingle and these crazy, like, <laughs> Zelda characters was that everyone, like, had all these crazy abilities and did all mm-hmm. this crazy shit. And, like, we don't know seemingly some of the stuff from breath of the wild is in there so like if you can pick up enemy weapons that would be cool and you can like play as a different champions and in some way the uh the great beasts are gonna play a role in the battlefield like as a champion can i just call my fucking great beast down from the sky to like attack and fuck up a whole army like of bokoblins and there's the cute <laughs> little guardian the baby guardian that you're gonna have yeah move over baby yoda oh you're getting baby yoda sucks <laughs> what is what's this game called again uh is it age of calamity age of calamity yeah because the Hi- hyrule hyrule warriors age of calamity yeah because the great calamity okay. is like the war and then yeah. destroying everything calamity ganon mm-hmm. that's gonna be pretty cool yeah i'm excited for this and then uh finally a long time uh, basically a whole year in the making with the fucking rumors starting basically in February, uh, Mario 30th anniversary or 35th anniversary stuff came and they announced a bunch of neat little things, a game and watch, uh, Puma Mario shoes, (laughs) uh, Mario 35, which is that basically Tetris 99, but with Mario, which looks like a lot of fun, but fucking leaves at the end of March, which is stupid. They also always leave them wanting more, baby. Mm-hmm. Mario 3D Land is getting updated for the Switch, which I'm pretty excited about. And they're adding like that Bowser's Fury thing that this game is supposed to be awesome. Uh, and I'm glad that they're like adding online multiplayer to it, speeding it up. I think that's going to be a good time. And then obviously the th- uh, 3D All Stars collection, all three games. This is where the discourse comes in. Yeah, it's been pretty interesting to see the opinion of this game shift so drastically after announcement. Yeah, I feel like it's like you know, there's like two camps and they're like vehemently fighting about this game. Maybe I missed the discourse uh, on this one. Uh, people are angry about it. Why? Why now? Because they're gamers, Cass. Because Galaxy so, 2 isn't in there? That's part of it. Uh I think they're angry for two reasons. One, I think, is an understandable thing. Why is the game a limited release digital, too? I understand if they were, like, limited physical release. If the game is limited digitally and they're not going to... I imagine they're going to list them separately on the eShop. But they haven't said that. So, like, that's kind of silly. Whatever. I bought it already anyway. So, like, I'm a big fucking shill. So, what does it matter? (laughs) Um... But people are mad that the game is only updated. Like it's, it's basically they ported it to Switch, upped the resolution, fixed some textures, changed the controls, and that's it. I think and sixty four is not in widescreen. People I think are mad that for sixty dollars it's like oh well Crash got it's is, is Sunshine in widescreen or any of them in widescreen? Yeah, Mario Galaxy and Sunshine are both ten eighty p widescreen. 720 in hand. I didn't even know they made I didn't even know they made those widescreen. Yeah, those ones are widescreen. 64 is 720, but not widescreen. Mm. Um and so people are like, oh well, Crash and Spyro 
got completely redone. And so they should have done that to like 64. I don't, I don't know. I feel like, and I, again, shill 64 holds up and it looks fucking good. Wow. Spyro and Crash uh, don't uh, look uh, as good as 64 looks. I don't uh, think. I don't. But I, I mean, we got Odyssey like two years ago. And that's Mar- Super Mario 64. Like, it's the same game. Can what? You play that if you. I don't know about that. I mean, they're they're all they're all they're all the same games by that logic. Like, yeah, I mean, I, to I'm tell you, I mean, I don't know. I've never played any of these games, so all I know is that they're like collectathons. And you've never played which, any of these? Like, oh. I don't know that they're collectathons. Not in the way that like banjo and like Donkey Kong sixty four are. Mm. I don't okay. know. Not in the way that like Tony Hawk is a collectathon. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, but I mean, you know, the the formula is the same. And, you know, we hadn't gotten a new Crash, a new Spyro game that was that looked good in, I don't know, 10, 15 years. And then we got it. But, you know, Odyssey and kind of filled that void. I don't know. I I don't think they should have up them. I think it's f- cool to leave them in their original glory. Yeah, like remake them. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I wanted this game to be the th- these three games, maybe Galaxy 2. And I wanted it up and playable on Switch. That was honestly like all I wanted from this. Because yep. I wanted to play these games on Switch. And I don't need them like redone in 4K. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. wouldn't have wanted that anyway. I like the way Galaxy looks. I like the way Sunshine kind of looks. And like these, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't get the anger. Like, I feel like 60 bucks for these three amazing games that I'm going to enjoy playing on Switch. It's like, yeah, I mean, maybe that's giving Nintendo a pass to do the bare minimum. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, like that's that is what people are upset about. And like the fact that you got Crash and Spyro reboots with like straight up full HD remakes, you know, improved textures uh new models and everything for less money than what is a port for then the don't Switch. buy it then don't buy yeah, it and I mean, shut well, the fuck the up with, about it like i feel like not, yeah that's, not, the, that's the thing that with every people. that's the thing with every game but it's also just like of course people are going to be vulnerable about it that's what Twitter is for <laughs> yeah you know i i think there's a lot like i don't know i i was like it was kind of crazy like I watched the direct and I was like super fucking excited about all this dumb shit, like the fucking game and watch that I'm about to buy. Um, and then like coming out of it and being like, Melissa came home. I was like, Oh, I can't wait to play these three games on switch. I'm so excited to play 64 again, like open Twitter. And it's like the fucking people are pissed. It's like Nintendo is the most anti-consumer company on the planet. <laughs> I can't believe they would do this to me. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem when your competitors set better standards than you. Oh, Stop please <laughs> dude the switch has been a better console than xbox this whole generation come on i was talking about xbox i was talking about like activision and oh wait did activision do spyro and crash bandicoot yeah they own both of those did they do both oh wow yeah fucking activision of all companies put those games out for less okay, money we get it you play wow it's just yeah it's but those, crazy. those games are not as good as these games agree hard agree and those games those games need updating 
nobody want like nobody wants to play just straight up crash and that's not true that's hyperbolic but they didn't but, i mean they didn't yeah they didn't update the games all they did was update the models like the mechanics are still the same they updated the, that's, i think that's all the people hitboxes. were asking they updated for the hitboxes for, robbie yeah they wasn't changed yeah, the hitboxes they made the, they made the hitboxes worse in the in the reboot yeah um but that's what i think that's all people want is just like you know a, a fucking reskinning of mario 64 and like people like people have done it they've done it on pc so we know nintendo is capable like they're not an incompetent developer it's just they didn't want to because, like, I don't know, maybe they had the discussions about it being um, a limited release. And they're like, all right, well, let's just not put resources into this, but charge people 60 bucks anyway, because we know people are going to buy it. Can you imagine the discourse if they had updated them and people were like, why can't I play it? At the yeah, could you imagine if they the changed 64? Yeah, they would have been oh like People would have loved it. Like, no. nobody, they're no, when they updated Spyro and nobody likes Spyro, like, they like fucking Mario. Everybody <laughs> ever, you fucking ask Elmer. Elmer was defending Spyro so fucking hard when it came out. Uh, but everybody was like, yeah, it looks great. Nobody was upset that they updated the graphics on those but games. Nobody, and I don't think anybody would have been upset if they, if they just made 64 look as good as Galaxy. Nobody would be upset because everybody loves Galaxy. Galaxy looks great. I don't know. I think these games hold up a bit better than like Spyro. Nobody looks at old Spyro and it's like, that looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know how many people look at old Mario and are like, that looks pretty good. I think they're like, I remember that. I still feel I like Mario 64 like, looks pretty good. good. I think so, too. I think it looks even better uh, now. It's like textures looking are back muddy, at those the old, polygons, like how it looked on N64. Very prevalent. It's like, <laughs> it was all blurry because of the non HD. Those games like, no, with incredible good. art styles like carry, you know. Yeah, when Robbie I think and I played Descenders. Yeah. That's a fun bike game. Oh yeah, and it's on Game Pass, right? The textures in that look it like the textures from Mario sixty four. Hold your tongue, dude. They look they look marginally better. Well, I'll have opinions like on uh, Mario All Stars next week when I pick it up from Best Buy <laughs> to play it. God, is that next week? Gamers. Yeah. Wow, I'm in there. You're getting a catch. Oh hell yeah. I do wish that I guess the the only minor complaint that I will lodge since the discourse is running wild. They put a huge music player in there, which I think is awesome. I would have loved a cooler package. Like, just give me a slip cover on the case. Give me some like cool booklet in there. I would have loved if in the game menu, it was like, here's like concept art and scans of a magazine and shit like that, which I feel like nobody does anymore because you can just go on the internet and look at shit. <laughs> uh, and I probably would. I'm saying I want that, but I would have looked at it once and then never opened the menu ever again. So that would have been cool, though. Like Rare Replay had some neat stuff around the edges. Yep. Yeah. I also like the way. Also, it was cheaper than Mario All-Stars and had like 30 games. Five. Yeah. Yeah. But filled with garbo. Games. I don't have to. It's on Game Pass. It's, on, it's not on PC Game Pass. Though. I checked. Oh, it's coming. It's That's not, why you gotta buy an Xbox. It's not. Series S. <laughs> They're not born. Neither is Mario All-Stars. <laughs> it's not coming to Game Pass? Yeah, surprisingly. I wouldn't buy it. I'd buy it in limited physical run instead of Game Pass. <laughs> Until next time. I heard not even, it's not even running. Uh, we're getting out. All right. I was going to lodge another complaint. but No, it's, the discourse is too strong. Post it on Twitter. Everyone can dislike it. Mm-hmm. I wish. Get ratioed. Yeah, I'll ratio you, Robbie, if you say anything <laughs> negative about the Mario collection. Yeah, all I'm saying is 30 FPS, man. 
I don't even know what an FPS is. Dude, I've like no clue. 24 FPS. That's what you watch movies, dude. Your eye can't even see faster than like what? Five FPS. Mm hmm. Yep. The world is only in 10 FPS. So like, yeah, frame rates are a lie. They're a conspiracy Mm -hmm. to sell monitors. Remember when those scenes in uh, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit were in 60 FPS and it looked fucking awful. I remember. I loved it. That looked great. Never seen those. I saw Gemini Man in 60 frames, too. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay golden. I've been your host, Andrew. You can follow me at Street Sweeper. You can follow Elmer Guardado at Elmer Does. He's going on a road trip. Tweet him uh, safe travels. He'll probably be at his destination long before you hear this. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Tell him that you hope he had a safe drive. Let him know in the DMs. Sam Atherton, where can they find you? Uh, SmathXX on Twitter. Cassidy Sargent. I'm on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Robert Mackey. On Twitter, at Robert Jr. Jr. I only tweet in 60 frames a second. Kazen Frenon. Oh. That's a cheese dog. Glad you remembered, Sam. Yeah. Until next time, stay golden. <laughs> <laughs>